It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Ayon sa World Health Organization, kapag nagtuloy-tuloy ang pagtaas ng COVID cases sa Europe, magiging four to five times ang dami ng cases sa January 2021 kaysa nung nagsimula ang pandemic this year. Sabi ng regional director na si Hans Kluge, Binase nila ito sa mga epidemic models. Pero teka-teka, ano nga ba ang mga epidemic models? At paano nito napipredik ang number of cases? Ako si Josa Quinones, at ito ang teka-teka segment na COVID Corner, ang inyong explainer tukol sa nature at treatment ng coronavirus. Kausap natin ang genomic data scientist na si DJ Bandoy. Para maintindihan natin kung ano ang epidemic models, i-define muna natin sila na magkahiwalay. Epidemic at models. Kapag sinabi natin epidemic, ito ang pagkalat ng sakit sa isang population at a particular point in time. Ang model naman ay representation ng isang tao, bagay o sistema. Para siyang picture ng kung ano man ang gusto mong aralin o intindihin. So ang epidemic model ay representation ng isang sakit. So ibig sabihin, yung dynamics ng sakit, paano siya kumakalat, paano gumagaling yung mga tao, binibilang yon at tinatransform yon sa isang compartmental model. Maraming mga models na ginagamit para intindihin itong COVID-19. At isa sa mga models ay ang tinatawag na compartmental model. Try to imagine three boxes. Each labeled susceptible, infected, and recovered. Tapos ang label sa box ay susceptible o sino yung pwedeng mahawa. Tapos yung susunod na box ay I, infected, sino yung may sakit. At R, recovered, sino yung gumaling. Ngayon lang natin na-encounter ang COVID-19. Ano ang implication nun? Wala tayong prior exposure. Kaya potentially lahat pwedeng magkasakit. Kaya siya nga naging pandemic gawa nun. Sa tatlong compartments, Nagagawa ng mga scientists katulad ni DJ na mapredict kung gaano karami ang maaaring magkaroon ng COVID base sa data na kanilang natatanggap. So pag tinignan natin ngayon sa Pilipinas, yung values ay naglalaro around 300,000. Yung total infected, tapos may part na nag-recover na, ano ang ibinibigay sa atin na information ng model? Marami pa rin susceptible. Kasi ang population ng Pilipinas is 110 million. Kung ipagpalagay na natin, hindi natin na-detect lahat ng infected at mga 1 million yung tunay na infected, i-assume lang natin, ilan pa rin yung potentially pwedeng ma-infect? Malaki pa rin. Hundreds of millions pa rin. Papano ang mangyayari sa December, bababa na ba siya? Titingnan natin ngayon yung R, yung reproductive number. Kung ang reproductive number ay naglalaro sa 1, So sa mga susunod na weeks, kung may 2,000 to 3,000 cases tayo, hindi masyadong lalayo doon kasi yun yung reproductive number. Unless may gawin tayong drastic na different. 
Pero ang epidemic model ay hindi lang ginagamit para ma-predict ang number of cases. Ginagamit din ito to test quarantine measures. For example, impact of wearing of masks. Hindi ethical na mag-experiment. Hindi naman natin pwedeng gawin, oh, kayo, group A, mag-wear kayo ng mask. Group B, huwag kayong mag-wear ng mask. Tapos infect namin kayo ng sakit. So ang alternative doon, gumagamit ka ng model, epidemic models, to simulate yung impact of policy. So yung impact ng policies can be integrated and models are flexible in that way. So we can simulate if we open schools, what will happen. Plus, yung isa sa mga sinasimulate namin is kailan ba mapupuno yung hospital capacity. So if you simulate the model, alam mo sa, sa prediction mo, day 10, may 300, day 20, may 1,000. So may mga ganun na simulation. So 1,000 na magkakasakit, kung 10% yung severe, ilang hospital beds ang kailangan. So in the model, you can simulate and forecast the future demand and therefore prepare and make big decisions. Epidemiologists like DJ come up with these models. At malaking tulong ang data na ito sa gobyerno para magkaroon ng mas informed at data-driven na strategy para sa COVID-19. But these forecasts can also be useful to ordinary citizens. So sa Pilipinas, kailangan ng gobyerno ng model as a guide para makita nila kung ano yung appropriate na decision for the policies that will be imposed sa mga tao. Pero sa isang ordinaryong mamamayan, halimbawa business owner ka, kailangan mo rin ito to make future plans. So, for example, if the forecast in the model, the cases would still be high, then you can make necessary precautions. Some of this have been applied by some companies who were able to extract the information from the models. And then it generates a realistic expectation. So if people would ask me, next week ba, babalik na tayo sa normal with the current reproductive number and the absolute number of active cases, parang hindi pa sa certain areas. Pero kung taga-Batanes ka, wala na halos kaso, tapos maganda yung contact tracing, mas mabilis silang makakabalik into their normal day-to-day activities. People need to understand that similar to weather forecasting, the intention is to prepare people and do the necessary precaution not to create fear because at the end of the day, we are all affected by this. Thanks, DJ. And that's it for Teka Teka's COVID Corner. Muli, ako po si Josa Quinones. This episode was produced by me and edited by Marka Silian. Follow Teka Teka on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Ingat! Hold up! What was that? Boring! No flavor! That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 